the scoreline when you looked at it like looks like a hammering. And it was a hammering though. They scored 28 points in about three minutes and we couldn't stop them. You know, okay, so it was a hammering. But there's there's different levels of hammerings here. OTB AM live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. The Football Pod on OTB Sports in partnership with AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. We're going to preview the match here now in the next couple of minutes. <coughs> Michael, there was one thing I wanted to pick up on. When Porrick Joyce played at 11 and you were 14, what was that like? It was, it was a dream for, for me, you know, because he was a super player. His passing was like laser-like. He, he had a half on the laces, half on the outside of the boot, just an arrow of a left foot. Um, and you just knew if you showed in front, uh, anywhere he got the ball, he would just turn and look up straight away. You know, um, and he might decide to take his man on, but if you had shown the chance that you were getting the ball, and it was just down your throat, so it just made my life very easy. You saw all those clips that from that quarterfinal in Crow Park. He kicked in, I'd say, nearly all the ball. You know, for in that in that instance, and that wasn't just a once-off. And I remember there was a league game against Derry in Pierce Stadium, and like same thing, you knew you had to be out in front, so you you go that way and break this way. And it'll be arrowed in on top of you. But there was one ball, like it just came, it came at me so quick, so fast, so accurately. It was through my legs before I <laughs> got down to go and pick it up. And I'd say I got F from behind, you know, because perfect ball in, on the D, half turn over the bar, but it's, it's gone through the legs before you even know it's coming. So that was just the accuracy that he had. Um, even if you watch him in the drills, in the warm ups, he, he's, he's pinging in the balls in the little games uh, for the lads in Crow Park. The last even though? Day. Yeah. Is he? Oh, yeah. Never yeah, yeah. Check it out the next day. So, um, say Morris Fitz. Morris Fitz is trying over sidelines yes, last year. I saw that. <laughs> was yeah. Yeah, yeah. I swear to in God. In runners, wasn't it? Or? In runners, yeah. Oh, yeah, there was a video on the slippy ground as well. Yeah. So, them guys, Savage. they never lose it. No, they don't. And what are they like to have? You know, are, are, like, was Pork Joyce when he was in the latter stage of his career? Was he tapping boys on the shoulder? And did you see there was a coach there? Yeah, he would. Definitely. So, he, he, his club was Killer Aaron, uh, and, like, and he's a huge, huge, proud club man, uh, a county man. Um, but like Killer Aaron won, I don't know how many county titles in Galway, um, you know, hugely successful for a very, very small club with a small p- pool of players. And it was Porrick and his brother Tommy and the cousin Nicky, and if, you know, that, that spirit of the team. And he, like, he managed, he, he ran those games, okay. you know, from, from 11 or from 14 for his club. And he did the same by and large with Galway. So, like, that kind of, those traits were there, you know, to, in him to, to, to just step up and take ownership of it. And, you know, he, he was good at it. He was direct. And as I said before, like, he just real confidence in his own ability. And, and like, confidence breeds confidence as well. And I, I think we're, we're, we're seeing that um, in, in Galway. It, it took a while, but it, we're, we're seeing that this year in a big way. Um, just one thing on, on Joyce. When he, went, when he went into that gig, I remember there was kind of a big thing around Galway playing defensive football at the time in, in 2018, yeah. 2017. And it was a case of Joyce was going to come in and he was going to play ultra-attacking, champagne, kicking. Football. Yeah, he was, yeah. Going, he was going to be playing some seriously offensive yeah. play. Like, was it a case of that went wrong and he's gone kind of a more cautious approach or was it just this... Is it just kind of a tactic they've employed this year for no reason? I think that... <clears throat> we're funny down in Galway. <laughs> you know, Kevin Walsh... 
we were crying out for Kevin Walsh to do what he did to steady the ship and to yeah. get a structure in place and get us competitive again and get us up to Division 1 contest in the semi-final he did a brilliant job yeah, Kevin Walsh. yeah. <clears throat> and then but it, I suppose it ran its course I forget how many years Kevin did maybe four or five years and there was mm. a feeling that we were gone too far that way mm. and then the natural thing and if you go back in time to history you know, our, our Galway would be that, that attack and play yeah. that we've referenced already tonight so, so Porig leveraged up on that and you know that was they were his traits and his characteristics and what he was yeah. good at and what he felt he could bring um, but you know there's a reality then about how the game is played and you know if if you don't match up man to man 15 to fi- 15 on 15 you gotta then just you know you gotta cut your cloth to your measure you gotta get the structure back in and, and we saw that in a big way you know since the league final really um, yeah. where they've been consistent in it they, they had they have been defensive through the league in, in different league games uh, I, I've watched them. Uh, you know, I don't know if you're at the Clare game in Tume, Tommy. No, I know you've a vested interest down there. I do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, I do know that was tight, solid. You know, two teams mirroring each other a little bit, uh, a little bit like mm. what we saw in Crow Park on Saturday evening. So um, it could be the fact that just they got better at what they were doing. Mm. You know, they took it took a while. Maybe Keen O'Neill maybe coming in to iron a few things out as well. Mm. That just to kind of solidify what they were doing and 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 back it. And back themselves. Uh, I'll tell you, we, we watched the league finals, and anyone who, who listens to the past would have known our review on that. Like the, the Galway Roscommon league final it was a lovely game of football. It was about 150 scores, and there were three tackles in the whole match. And we, we, we were on it, and straight, I just said, both of those teams, I was like, textbook. That's the Rossies, and that's Galway. A yeah. Galway were going three weeks later to Castle mm. Bar to play Mayo. I tipped Mayo. Anyone who follows the pod will also know him. Fucking terrible tipper. <laughs> and I backed Mayo to win because I felt Mayo, with their experience and how they play the game, would, in a, oversimplified, but bully Galway. And I was like, Galway, if they go to Castlebar and McHale Park and just try and play what the outside people think of Galway, and we go, we play loads of lovely football, mm. and Conroy will kick a couple of points from midfield, and so we won't really be arsed going back the other way, they'll get beaten. Yeah. And that was the first game <laughs> where we seen. Malloy and uh, McHugh could drop in, Conroy drops back, Comer's back, even, like say, Shane Walsh is back, yeah. and we're going, fuck, I haven't seen this. from This is a side to go away, I haven't really seen. Since Kevin Walsh. Since Kevin Walsh, but that was a big issue with Kevin Walsh. It was like, jeez, we're too defensive. But that stage, of the, that was needed, because that, 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 Galway were nowhere. Mayor were dominating Connacht, and Galway got <laughs> top division one in 2018, get to a league final and get to an all win Connacht and get to an all in semi-final. That was progress from where Galway were. How about three weeks out of the championship against a do-or-die game against Mayo? Mm. You have a league, semi-fi- league final, division two in Crow Park. You don't show your hand. Yeah. But that, because you know, we'd, never maybe. Seen, we'd never seen anything from Galway <laughs> before. Looking back now, yes, that, that's obviously what it was because it was, it was just... Like maybe. A, I, I, I don't know, game. but that... that Possibly it could like have that. been. But, yeah. but even, you know, even but how they played in Castlebar was completely different to what they did in, in Pro yeah. Park against Roscommon. And it's a yeah. side to go where we hadn't seen, and we've seen it. You're exactly right. It, 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 they've, tweet, they've gotten better at it every game through the summer. You'd have to be. The confidence that would come from yeah. that. They have, but even at that stage of the championship, there was a path to the final. Because you knew yeah. what your semi-final was going to yeah. be. Well, it was so, up like that, that, game against, that game against Mayo... Yeah was absolutely massive. It was, yeah. Like, whoever came out on top in that game, you'd nearly have said, would have gone on 
even at that early stage now they obviously had very tough games to get through but yeah. even at that stage you'd have backed them as favourites for all the games but it was a massive game for Joyce as well because it was his third year yeah. And, yeah. and the previous yeah. two seasons had not finished well they'd been relegated from Division 1 the year before and then the Connacht final last year in Crow Park I remember they had a really good start and then Mayo do come out and bully them in the second half and it's just a bad end to the season and he just got a sense from Galway they take the FB, they walk the FBD league they hammer everyone in Division 2 up to the final and then they have that final performance going, I thought they'd kind of turned the corner and then there's the question mark and then Castlebar happens that game I guarantee if, if Galway do this on Sunday week that game will be a seminal moment in it well, and, and as much as that, I think the, that Connacht final that was played in Crow Park, where, where Galway made all the running in the first, first half, half and yeah. then it flipped. But I think um, something that has improved in the in the, the player pool of Galway is that they they couldn't they, they didn't seem to have the legs to match up against Mayo, who have a lot of legs, right. you know, on on the pitch yeah. um, in that Connacht final last year. But but fast forward twelve months and like you know Killian McDade is a revelation in the middle yeah. of the field there you know scoring massive scores but he is a super engine on him throwing all the other lads Malloy and McHugh and these guys John Daly is is back in there I know you want to talk about him Tommy. but there's also an edge though Michael to what Goway brought last year because we did say that Mayo bullied them in that second half Mayo's experience yeah. came through in that yeah. final in twenty one Goway have now in in the Mayo game like we spoke a lot about Dublin this week how they managed the black card little bits of gamesmanship. Um, against Kerry all the best teams do that they have those traits they're able to pull that out of the, out of the card Galway have come through a titanic tussle with Armagh we won't get into all of the follow that happened that day but like that has to bring a team together coming through stuff like that have you seen them stand up and grow a bit of an edge yeah I, I, it's, it's coming together you know definitely I think Armagh was as good as three games you know the way it was won and lost and won and lost and extra time and, and you know the, even the the penalties, which I'm not necessarily a fan of, but they're getting through it, and just and I think the lads who who kicked the goals, like Maddie Tierney, or the the winning one, like he he's joined captain of Galway, and he's he's just out of under twenties, you know. So you know, and he's a massive player. Park because a lot of time for penals. What, what were you? I'll like? talk to you about it again. What were you like <laughs> with when the penals were on? Watching it. Were was, you at it? Or were you at I home? was in France watching on a laptop with. And what were you? Kids were you not me. like? Fuck, buzzing, but like penalties. Your own county in a cellar in Croker. Like. I'm a massive uh, fan. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. But like your heart is in your mouth. But, like when it's when it gets like to that. I would like to go to penalties. When it gets to that, it's you like you'd have nailed, you'd have buried yours. Like what? Well, oh yeah, you would have. Sure, if there was 18 men on the line, you would have buried it too. It would have been, yeah. it would have been yeah. kicked hard anyway. Let's put it that way. Race is tough. So before we get to a couple of questions. Who are Galway's key men in this system outside of the, the forwards, we'd say? Is, is John Daly that important? Because his name has popped up a lot in the last couple of weeks. I think we've... Yeah, he, he is one of the, the main men. He, he's been a massive addition. You know, he, he's had a lot of injuries um, as a relatively young, young guy. I don't know, is he 24, maybe 25? But he's missed out you know, a lot of time as a minor. He, like, he, he, played, he played two years minor. He should have played two years minor. His first year minor, I don't know, was he six or nine, but he was main man, kicking the freeze you know, as a 17-year-old playing under 18s. Then he gets injured. and He's back in with Porrick, and he starts you know, under Porrick in 2020 pre-COVID, and then he picks up another in- injury. So he's, had a, he's dealt with a lot, but I think he's just such a solid player, and he has a sweet left foot. Like We saw the little... Dink pass in for Comer's goal. He has that in his locker, you know. Yeah, he has that all day long. Well. Yeah. Uh, the only thing point. is, he, he's going to have to actually do a marking gig 
next week. Is he? He though? can. Oh. He'll have to because if Kerry are going to play probably six, it's say if Kerry play David Moran and Jack Barry midfield like they did against the Dubs, they'll put Dermot O'Connor up wing forward who needs marking. Stephen O'Brien on the other side needs marking, yeah. and Paddy Clifford centre forward. Like all your half back line there have to pick someone up. We're going to have twelve lads back inside their sixty-five. <laughs> but they I know, are. but they, yeah. they will. They will win it slow. But if it's any bit quicker, they won't get those bodies back. That's and at, at, at one stage in the attack, they will have to get tight. He, yeah, and they haven't. True. They haven't had but it. No, all he, this he, he he is. He, he can do that as well. You know, he, he's yeah. not Shane Walsh quick. But like he's he can, he, he can mark yeah. he's, he's he has it here like his timing yeah. and his reading I think is is one of his best like it wasn't from the ground he licked it his father mm. Val you know has two or three I know we're not too fond of them all stars and he might have played only in one All Ireland you know so um, he played a, 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 through a difficult time with Galway <laughs> no it's just who who, do you, who would you say who was Galway's best defender is he he won't mark Clifford though will he. I don't, think he, will. I, I don't think he will. I don't think He's no choice. He's no choice. I think I think Liam Silk will will, will probably Silk pick up. But Silk, really? Just just on Liam Silk, it was yeah. <laughs> What's he say? Send the mic down. Silk did an unbelievable job on Jeremy Connolly a couple of years ago in a club final as well. Yeah. <laughs> Semi final. Semi final. So you going down with the mic? Who have we got? Is this the Galway contingent? Oh, yeah, it sounds yeah, like yeah, it. Coat, Tommy. Is that Sean Kelly himself? Stand up. <laughs> his brother. Oh, his brother. <laughs> Who is it, Catherine? What are, you, what are you asking, Terry? What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> You're the one asking the question. <laughs> Take that mic back. Take it back. No, Sean uh, Kelly is Galway's best defender. I would have thought that from the outside looking at Yeah, I, I, I agree. He's, a, he's probably near their best attacker too from a sense of moving the ball forward up the pitch. But I can't see him being given the man-marking job of David Clifford. Really? Yeah. I think... That means he, taking him out of full-back. I, I think he's going to be. I don't. Can't you go back up here with that mic? He's going go. to be. He's going to be. He's going to be in that area, cutting mm. off ball, reading, trying to launch counterattacks. But I, I don't oh. think he will. He will go on their main man. Uh, oh. I think it, they'll off. Someone like Liam Silk will get that job, and he'll have his clubmates. Uh, Dylan McHugh and uh, Kieran Malloy filling that space. Do you not well. think that's my thoughts on it? Do you not think, as captain, he'll want to say, "I'll take Clifford"? Like, like that's a that's a monumental gig. Like, he'd nearly yeah. want to have have a chat with Jason and say, "I want this gig. I want to actually for the boys. Yeah. I want to I want to do this job rather than pawning it off on someone else, possibly." But I I think what Sean gives Galway. Which is funny, but is going forward on the on the breakout, and which which I predict there'll be a lot of be there'll be there'll be a That's lot of key. people yeah. back trying to get a turnover and gone, and yes. he is excellent at that, and I think mm. that's why they won't put him opposite him. Yeah. I could be wrong. You used the phrase earlier on if Clifford goes ballistic, and it's you know like I don't know how you define ballistic with David Clifford. Everyone says yeah. Ronald McNamee did a great job on him, he kicked eight points in the semi final. <laughs> Fitzsimons did a great job and on the last day he still scored some of the greatest Six. points we've seen yeah. him go back in a long time so is there a case that Joyce and O'Neill and Divley are saying we have our defensive system we're not going to get too hung up on who's man marking David Clifford is that fair to say or are they putting <sighs> leave him off like well, I'm not no. saying that <laughs> <laughs> let him have it <laughs> Listen, well, he's not the fucking goalkeeper but like Sean like, no. like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not Oral Lynch coming up the pitch like Leave him shoot. 
look at he's going to be. A lot of people would say Sean Kelly is going to man mark him, and I just find it interesting you're saying that. That is interesting. They're not going to rip up Sean Kelly's role just to mind David Clifford. I don't think. I could be wrong, but I don't think they will. But like you're going to have a couple of. But you're going to have plan A and plan B here, you know, mm, mm. For, uh, at least. Um, and I just think it'll be a case of, like, the, the danger mm. is uh, that first half, like, Clif- Clifford went ballistic in the first half. You yeah. know, the scores, they just, you couldn't touch him. And, like, Michael Fitz was on him, wasn't he? Yeah. And it just looks like there was no one marking him for a couple of scores, you know? That's a, it's yeah, it's, it's, like a it's down to the ball. Match. I think, as much as Anton, and we, lo- we, we know how Kerry want to move the ball, like, they'll lift the head and they'll kick, they'll kick mm. between the channels, they'll try and hit, you know, between the, for- between the half-back line and the full forward line, um, those pockets, and... You know, you've got to get huge pressure on the kickers out the field while you're getting your cover back, to, you know, to give you any chance. But, um, like, there's no... I don't know, is there... Unless David Clifford has an off day, you know, you're, you're, you're offering up three, four, five points on him. You know, mm. I think. That's fair to say. But, uh, the, the best way to stop Clifford is stop him getting the ball in the first place. It, yeah. it, he's, he's, there's certain players... If he has the ball in his hands, the, the least he's doing is getting a shot off. But he's that good. But if you look at what back to, I know Parky in is a different environment. But Cork starved him not because I know Kevin Flam mm. gets a lot of credit because he's, he's not Clifford. The ball isn't going to Clifford in the first place. So if you cut off the supply, that's half the battle. Like. Who kicks to him? Moran. Anytime Moran gets it, he's like every time. Fucking, I don't care. You know he's in there somewhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm launching it. I'm launching it. <laughs> but, but to be fair, with, with Dub, Dublin play that way, and that's. Dublin kind of, maybe, it could be an arrogance, but it's just a confidence of, like, we're going to play and we're going to back our guys to deal with it. But I, I feel for Clifford, Galway are not going to do that. Galway are going to have 8, 10, 12 guys back. So when Moran gets it and he turns, right, I'm going to kick... Shit. There's 12 lads there. And the, the best way to deal with them is, and the best way to deal with Kerry, I feel, is frustrate them. And Galway have shown all through the summer, since that game with Hasselbar, that they're building towards that. If Galway had played champagne football like Joycey came in first time and they were in an all the final, I'd be going, no chance. Because that system, to play that defensive way, takes time. You do not just turn that on. And the biggest myth, by the way, we were very successful as a team and we were going, oh, dubs, loads of people, fuck, total football. Like, we defended like fuck. We had guys back. There's times, if you look at Hogan stand, you're looking down, in all our big games, Back in you guys in yeah. 15, 16, 17 Mayo, we have 15 guys back in the, inside our 45. Mm-hmm. So it's a myth that you just play this total football. Like. Some teams could have taught it. We'll just play and, and the forward stand with their hands on their hips. That's the biggest change in Galway. Plus, they understand and they've, they've been practicing this all summer. They'll frustrate Kerry. And Clifford's not going to get the possessions or the space that he got against them. Mm-hmm. If he gets in his hands, fucking game's but over. Again, in the Mayo game, Kerry tried to kick a load of ball into Clifford. Because they knew they were playing Dublin. They was like, just hit everything. And they were forcing it. In the Mayo game, the, yeah, like, with totally Dublin coming up, it. maybe so, yeah. maybe so. But like, everyone, you say, who kicks to Clifford? Like, Tom Sullivan was coming up kicking balls in. Yeah, there, was, right. there was the halfbacks coming in. It's, it's like, the, the plan A is go to Clifford. So, sometimes when you overplay that, and the opposition gets on top of him for a few minutes, then fellas are going, right, I'll stop kicking in. And yeah. that's maybe the best chance of Galway stopping yeah. him if they go early get two on him break a few away kind of yeah. eat into his confidence but like the, those kick passes you're right aren't going to be on we're here in Kilmacud Croaks thank you everyone for coming out to see us today at the Football Pod Live 
we all really appreciate it. We're here with thanks with AIB, proud sponsor of the GEA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. Anyone have a question? If you do, put up your hand. There's a question over here, Catherine, if you don't mind popping down. Um, there in the middle row. So we'll take questions maybe for the next 10 minutes or so, and then we're going to fill you all in on how you can win All-Ireland final tickets, so thanks to AIB. Uh, just for Mike, uh, can you talk about what Keane O'Neill has brought to Galway? Because similar enough playing squad, but a huge improvement on last year in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree. And, and I know you worked with him, didn't you? Uh, yeah, so he, I suppose, it's, it's, when someone like that joins a, joins a panel and he's, he's worked with Mayo in an All-Ireland final, with Kerry on a, on a successful All-Ireland final with uh, Tipperary Hurlers, you know, Straight away, like you know, you, you identify to that, and you say, right, this is this fellow's worth listening to. I think you know that that'll be the first thing, uh, and whatever else around that standards. But I do know he's been involved in a lot of the the training and the structure. Uh, he's obviously S and C is his area, mm. so I think they brought a change on that front as well. Um, in the last in this when he came in, the S and C was changed was changed as well, and under his guidance. Uh, but definitely on the pitch, he, he's been involved with, with, with a lot of the, the coaching, as far as I'm aware, as well. So I just think it's it's a combination of, you know, this guy's successful here, um, and you're right. I think I think he, he's definitely been uh, his, his fingerprints are all over what what we're seeing here. And you talk about the Ring of Steel on the podcast going back a while, isn't that right? Yeah, and the bricks. Yeah, and the kickouts, and we've seen, we've seen that loads of times from Galway, where the, you know the kickout strategy is is is, is going long. And they get their big lads in around the, the, where the ball is landing. Comer comes in, Tierney, Conroy, uh, and they're trying to just lock out that area and, and win their own ball. And again, that, that's a simple thing. As it wasn't people were doing it before Keane O'Neill yeah. started doing it, but yeah. he, the ring well, of steel kind of stuck thing, with me. And seeing for, for being at the game on Saturday, <clears throat> opposition kickouts. You look at the second half. Oh yeah, Galway, yeah. He was always against all his teams. We obviously had Clucko and goals, so lots of teams focused on that as well. But we had trouble against Mayo. His team, the, the setup they had. And then sometimes they'd let the corner back have it and then they'd have it just a press set and you'd get it and there's nowhere to go. Mm. It was very structured what he was doing. And you could see on Saturday in the second half against Derry, they absolutely obliterate Oral Lynch's kick. They, for Did Derry, they put five in the full forward line at times? Oh, they, they did everyone yeah, up. Yeah, they, they, like they, they, they pressed 10 or 12 guys pushed up. And they were moving my totally, hands, making themselves it, as big as possible. That does not happen. We were forwards, lads. <laughs> that does not happen unless you have been got a kick in yeah. the hole. To, to, to do it you're standing there having a smoke and that was a great score I just kicked <laughs> but, but, but you could see that, that without a doubt that's his influence on it as well and he identifies goes possession is king for Derry they want to chip it short and, and, and kind of keep the ball for three or four minutes and Galway don't allow them that force Orton Lynch long who has his own issues with total disaster but, but that is the winning of the game for Galway so that type of attention to detail as well like I say is probably yeah. bread and butter strength and conditioning and you can see that with the Galway team, but, but the, the tactical side of things is a massive thing. We always felt from playing against Keane O'Neill teams, and you can see it in Galway's improvement as well. But as well, I think that with, with Keane, because I work with him for a couple of years, I love working with him, but I was an unbelievable trainer. What did he think of you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but what he will do, what he will do, <laughs> what he will do is he'll get, in, he'll get in between Shane Walsh's ears, Comer's ears, Conroy's ears. Like He would have been on to them from the absolute beginning, right, like right. telling them that they are, they have what it takes. Whereas sometimes, if you're if you're losing and you're kind of down and out and you don't know where you're going, you just need a kind of positive figure to come in and just tell you you're all right. 
And like Keen Keen is unbelievable at that. Like that he will he will just lift you up. Like honestly, psychologically, excellent coach to kind of to bring you up another level. Great question. What's your name? Uh, Alan O'Connor. Man, Alan, thank you, Catherine. Do you mind lining up the next question there and? uh, Two tickets there for Alan Thomas. (laughs) 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 It's funny we haven't mentioned Jack O'Connor or Paddy Talley at all yet, have we? Well, the referee is from the same club as Paddy Talley, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) or Kerry at all, yeah. Catherine, do you want to go ahead? <laughs> Paddy, you don't seem to like us too much down here in Mayo, so... <laughs> <laughs> Over the next couple of years, genuinely, how fucked are Mayo? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> Two tickets to you. <laughs> you can have my tickets. <laughs> Uh, now we, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago um, we were down in, we were obviously down in Mayo and Casabar for the last one of these shows and it was before they, they bet Monaghan that weekend and, and they obviously got to the Kerry game on, on the back of that but uh, I, I think it was the right time for Horn to go I, I'd have a lot of time for James Horn and not, I don't know him and it was no secret our teams didn't get on obviously but uh, I think he did uh, no secret but he did an incredible job, I feel, and I think in time that will be seen. But I, I get the sense there was a frustration with what was going on in Mayo, that they were just probably getting further away from winning Ireland. So I think it's the right time for a change. But, but bear in mind, like Mayo are in the, in the minor final. Mayo are in Division 1. They've been knocking on their door. Over the last two or three years, they've changed 8, 10, 11, 12 of their iconic players much similar to what Dublin have done over that period of time. And they were in two All-Ireland finals. Okay, they fell short, but even being at that point, like you're, you're saying, God, we w- would love to be in an All-Ireland final. So the job James Horn has done, they're not starting from scratch. It's not like they've no one, they've nothing happening underage, and they've no young players. They still have guys like Oshie Mullen, uh, Ryan O'Donoghue to come back, Tommy Conroy to come back. So it's not the end of the world for Mayo, as, as much as that pains me to say it. But... <laughs> But I think there is a definite... There was a change needed. They need a freshen up. There's still the challenge of the leaders in that team. I feel you're looking at, at Keegan, you're looking at Aidan O'Shea and these guys. They are going to have to be replaced. But that's the, the task. It is a massive appointment for the next coach. But it's not complete disaster. They're not totally fucked. Just a little bit fucked. Paddy, there's far easier ways to say we're fucked. You're not, though. That's what I'm saying. Is that it, Catherine? Question from the crowd, yeah? Okay, we'll do it another couple of minutes here, lads. And uh, Tom, do you want one? Yeah. Tom O'Connor here, Mead man. Jeez. Hope it's not about Mead, Tom. Yeah. Um, we don't have that long. For plan B, would Kerry go high ball into Ganey, Clifford and O'Shea if, if Sean Kerry picks up Sean O'Shea and just say Liam Silk picks up Clifford? Ganey could be targeted like he's did in 14, maybe, no? He could. I, I don't think they'll do it for this game. I know that from being involved in Jack before... Jack loved diagonal ball, do you know, from like 10 position into the 15 corner and vice versa. Was that just because he had Donahue though? Or no, or he, general, he loved it into, into, into the gooch, into anyone who, yeah, who could catch right. it over their head. But I think he knows this time that there's going to be too many bodies back. Like it was in the locker in the Dublin game. For Shawnee's goal, oh, David yeah, yeah. didn't even look. Yeah. He just swung that outside of the boot into, the, into Ganey. Mm. I think that it's going to come straight back out at us if, if, they, if they do that. Against Dublin in 19 under Peter Keane Kerry yeah. sent in a load of ball in the replay early on do you remember yeah yeah and 
it was it was the main times like Dublin's full back line is weak. Let's put ball in. But the thing is, when that's turned over and it comes back out at you, it's just giving the opposition yeah. possession for no reason. Did, so I don't see it coming against Galway. Did Armagh get savage joy out of it though? Like Armagh are, are dead. In that, that was game. on top of on the top of Gleeson. Yeah. The press Gleeson. Yeah. You know, saying why, why did Derry not do it? But I, th- I think if you're looking at, at how like Galway's ideal scenario to win this game, I feel is, is come back, frustrate them, and then hit Kerry on the break. But I, I think Kerry they're going to expect yeah. that. I think Kerry's backs yeah. are just. going to I can't sit. see Kerry risking position oh, yeah, that I, much. I think they're going to sit back yeah. and, and kind of keep their six defenders there. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a fucking great game, is it? <laughs> It'll be exciting, obviously, because it's, it's yeah. such a massive. Yeah. No, there's every chance it's, it's going to be scoring like maybe the Kerry Kerry final there. Yeah, or yeah. semi final with Dublin. Dublin you know, that kind of half, scoring. You're yeah. no one, I don't see twenty points being hit. No, no. I, I think if it goes that way, I think that plays into Kerry's hands. The yeah. appointment of Paddy Talley as coach was a big deal in Kerry. Jack O'Connor bringing him in. It was seen as a very savvy move. There's been talk all year that this Kerry defensive system with Morley dropping has been working really well. I would have loved to have seen it tested by Conor Callaghan the last day. Mm. It wasn't. Is Damien Comer going to cause the Kerry defence problems this week? 100%. Next week. When Jack came in, Jack was favoured for the job before Peter Keane had nearly even fucking left the job <laughs> in Kerry. And he, like, it, it was around town... He was, he was big enough Kildare getting into the division get, one yeah, and all. Yeah. Come on, get to the, get to the point. Come on, get to the he, point. He get backed the point. Kildare and he'd have taken the carriage out 24 hours later. We but he said, he, there was rumour that he was taking Tally, he was taking Tally with him even before he got the job. So he had it lined up and he had probably watched Kerry a lot and he said, these fellas are, are, are grand but they need to, to sort out their defence. Okay. So straight away he went in. I said on the pod last week, he had his team name nearly before he went in. And he hasn't changed too much from it. And he had Tyg yeah. Morley at six for the whole thing. And he said, Tyg, you're responsible for that. Talk our way through it. Keep us tight and stop the goals going in. Now, Khan obviously would have tested that. I think no matter what defensive system you play, if you've got Conor Callan in there, he's going to create chances. But that said, I think that realistically, do Galway have enough of a kicking dimension to get Comer enough ball to create as many problems as... Khan would have like did if Khan's in there if Fenton's it? hitting him Conroy everyone's yeah, Conroy. But, but yeah maybe but I don't then. see Comer getting enough ball Comer won't be in there the whole, the whole time like he, he's done all year like he will do what he's done all year I'd expect yeah. he's come back out contesting kickouts he sets up he hits hard he tackles yeah so he he, he'll, he'll I'd expect that he'll be between you know he, he'll be in there for spells at times but he won't be just left in there and, and uh, a Foley doesn't want to go out of there no, like Foley has is Foley's tuned into fullback, and he'll probably stay at fullback if Comer does go out. I reckon, right, and protect the house. And so, so Robert Finnerty would would probably be the highest man for Galway at, at mm. that point. If Comer's yeah. gone, Rob Finnerty would use that. Was Graham Sullivan left him? Or was Foley left? No, Jesus, no. The big, the big. Oh, sorry, with Comer, the big plus for him on Saturday was, and then what you were saying, like an underage game you played. If you're playing against a set defence and you're under full forward line, it can be a fucking lonely place. Ball's not being kicked in. You need to go and impact the game. Yeah. And that was what he was facing against Derry. Galway don't score for the first 21 minutes. And Comer goes, right. And he's marking Rogers, who goes up and kicks two points on your side. You're thinking, this is really going fucking haywire. <laughs> and he comes out the pitch then, and he leads Galway back into it. Yeah, going, I'm not going to wait on the square and play in the periphery. I'm going to show leadership here. I'm going to get on the ball. And he gets two brilliant points before the half. And, and if Kerry are doing that, I think Comer... There's like a leadership side to him now that you've oh, seen. Oh, big time, yeah. And he is going to impact this game by hook or by crook. 
And, and if yeah. Foley's not going, I think that's a disaster. He needs to be marked. The more so if you're playing the dubs, Kirtle Kenny will drift. Do not let these guys off. If you let them off, then he's going to impact the game. And a Comer is, there's, there's match winners in teams. He is one of them. He's a match winner though from penalty spot. Like if he, if, mm. if Kerry see him go out the field, like he, he's not one to, to throw him over for 25. He does, he, he'll bring the ball up, but like if they want to get the most out of him, he needs to be hitting those, get those two goal chances from top of the square. Yeah, he's like he. I, I expect Goalie would, would try and, and go along, you know, from a set play or from yeah, if you can win a certain, throw in. Yeah. Like he's really strong early. Like he mm. punches points, he punches goals. We saw he, he had a couple of collisions with the Armagh goalie as well, which <laughs> kind of nearly came off. So yeah. there'll be that threat there. Um, but I, I, the only thing, like Kerry, I know we were said we're not talking about them too much, but <laughs> but when I was playing in the noughties and you had Tyrone were at their peak and Armagh, and but like uh, the biggest dogs you marked were the Kerry backs, you know? Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, they were as bad as anyone or as good, whatever way you want to look at it. And I'm sure nothing has changed there. No. So some of the, like there's a huge, huge game, huge challenge now coming for for. The, for Com- I wouldn't worry about Comer. He, he physically he can protect himself. Mm. But for the other lads there, are they ready for that raw aggression? Mm. What did Paddy say once upon a time about the, that? Was about the border, but this is about the players. The players. He was talking about I know he was. But <laughs> <laughs> you did it too, didn't you? <laughs> the players will be support, war supporters and will be again. But they're just you know they yeah. they, they bring it like you carry our footballing team and they crucify you. But yeah. from my experience. They're, they're dogs of backs to play against as well. Just to let you know, lads, we're nearly finished. Oh, very good. Paddy and James will be back next Monday or Tuesday with another podcast. Michael Meehan, you've been exceptional with your time. You might just hang with us for, for a minute. Yeah. This has been the Football Pod Live and Kilmacook Croaks with thanks to AIB. I need a bit of a drum roll here because uh, we've got all Ireland final tickets to give away this week, lads. So before we get the drum roll ready, is there any point doing predictions? Will we save for the pod? Do you want to get them out now? The two lads are back. We're back in Galway. We have to back Galway, don't you? Michael, prediction. Oh. Can I put you on the spot? Yeah, well, you can. Look at... And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I um, <laughs> it's going to be difficult, but I, I think I give Galway a great chance. Look, I, I, I know what I want to say, mm. but like if, you, if you're asking me to look at it, I, I think Galway can cause real trouble. Yeah. I think he can give Kerry real, real trouble, ask him the questions... And, and, and bring a bring a challenge to them right down the wire in you know with with, a, with, with time to with time up, um, and I, that's what I'd hope for because if you, if you if you can go that distance with them you know anything could happen. I just see something in Galway the uh, the way they're playing the cohesion just just the momentum that's kind of being built up. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that's a springboard for a massive performance in the final because if 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 you don't show up you know it, it, it's carry to go to town here. But I, I I think there's a big performance in them. Quickly, are you more Sitting worried now place. than you were at the start of the night? I am, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I saw how disappointed the boys were in 19 after losing that replay. 20 to that goal against Cork in the Munster final for Mark Keane. Mm. Um, last year, that Tyrone game, do you know, we just ran out of legs. I hope with all my heart that Kerry have it this time. But I think it will come down to, there'll be a period in the game where again, just like Dublin, Kerry need to kick on and win it. And if they have their mentality right, I think they have enough firepower to go on with it. Okay. If they don't concede a goal, okay. I think we'll be fine. All I heard there was yari, yari, yari. Do you want to... <laughs> <laughs> you might save your prediction for, for Monday. Is that okay? Because I'm just going to get to our All-Ireland final tickets. Can I get that off you? <laughs> so, 
I've got a cup of tea in my hand here. There's no tea Girls. in it. Would you mind counting that? No mess in here. Just make sure Would there's there's six. Is there six pieces of paper oh, there in there? Is it? Six pieces oh, of paper. Okay, six in there. Yeah, there is. There's not six tickets. There's two All Ireland final tickets in the room. And your three cousins, your Cur- mother, your sister, and your brother. Are there. <laughs> exactly six. I'm worried about that. <laughs> but they've been placed under seats, so everyone can now check under your seats and see if there's an envelope oh. there. If you have an like envelope, this. you haven't won. Hold tight. It's like oh, fucking Bruce Forsyth up there. <laughs> if you have an envelope, you haven't won. Higher, okay? lower, Bruce. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this is health and safety disaster. Chair got out the window. Are you sure about that, Tommy? You have it. There's nothing under the chairs. Is this? Did you definitely put them out there? Yeah. How many envelopes do we have? <clears throat> can uh, can anyone with an envelope? There's no tickets in them. There's no tickets in them. Can anyone with an envelope stand up and anyone else just sit down? No. So, if you have an envelope, stand up. A piece of paper folded over, yeah. Oh, and there's a number on it, isn't there? Can you stand up? Stand up, piece of paper. So, oh, one, two, geez, three, four. Lads. Where else? Is there another two? That's <laughs> better. <laughs> this is well planned. Oh, Jesus. My God. sister did get one. <laughs> one, two, three, six. All right, okay. So, this is how we're going to do it, all right? Have they not won? Sorry? No, 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 no. Hold on. Stay standing. <laughs> Sorry, lads. Can we get a... Just one second now. Bit of silence. Michael Meehan, would you do the honours? I can, yeah. There's what? six numbers in here. Yeah. Pick out one. Pick out one. And then the winner will be the one that Michael Meehan picks out. Okay. Oh, they all have a number? They all have a number, ah, yeah. Ah, okay. Two-stage process. All Ireland final tickets at the Football Pod Live. Michael Meehan is picking it out. Right. Number seven. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do a doogle on it. Don't do a doogle on it. <laughs> What does that look like, Jimmy? Number five. Number, Number five. five. Hey, Just to be fair, we don't know each other, do we? No, we don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. All right, folks, thanks very much for turning out today to the Football Pod Live. It's been brought to you in partnership with AIB, proud sponsor of the Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag Toughest for more. Put your hands together, please, for Paddy Andrews. <laughs> for James O'Donoghue. <laughs> And for Paddy and or Michael Meehan. Thank you. There we go. Thanks, Jamie. The Football Pod on OTB Sports in partnership with AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more.